This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Previously on Of Mice and Men and Monsters. So as you near the exit of the cemetery, you spy somebody. You spy an older man in nothing but his pajamas and bathrobe, kneeling on the ground in front of a huge figure in a dark robe. And you hear him say, Good spirit, have pity on me. Promise me that if I change my life, what you showed me will change. I will honor Christmas in my heart and try to keep it all year. I will live in the past, the present, and the future. I'll never forget you and the other two spirits. I will not shut out the lessons you taught me. Tell me I can make the name on this headstone go away. And the old man starts to cling pitifully onto the robed figure, who only stands still and continues to point at the grave in front of them. And so before they can notice you, you pass on by. I turn to the guys and I just say, like, everyone hates that guy. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone, uh, today you're probably noticing from the title of today's episode that it is not our typical scheduling. It's going to be a one-off, a special one-shot, in other words. Uh, So I am joined, as always, with Adam and Kimmy, but not Aaron. In his stead, we have someone you might know. You might know him from Gilmore Guys, and you might know him from Good Christian Fun, both of which are awesome podcasts. And if you haven't checked him out, you should. But without much further ado, we welcome to our table Kevin Porter. Hey, Kevin, welcome. Hello. I'm I'm not in character right now, right? No, no, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're not yet. Hello. <laughs> Hi. I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> this is your normal voice. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's just my indoor voice. He's found the balance between his character and Kevin Porter. He's in this limbo phase right now where he doesn't know where he begins and the other begins. <laughs> All right, so t- tonight's one shot is is going to take place in a sphere, in a l- locale that we have visited before with Omamam, um, and that is the world of Charles Dickens. And so in our Oliver Twist uh, arc, we created uh, the, the area, the city of Old Smoke, and so we're going to revisit there with A Christmas Carol, also by Charles Dickens. And so uh, it's it's going to not really impact our main storyline. So you're not going to see Bertram tonight. You're not going to see Penny tonight, alas. Um, Adam and Kimmy are going to be playing completely different characters. Uh, and really, we're going to have some fun with it. So we're going to get to see them even stretch their acting chops even more. And Kevin, whether or not he realizes it, is reprising a role that he has done for this show without even realizing it. <laughs> oh, Kevin it feels good to tread the these voice. old boards again <laughs> for a second time. <laughs> put on like skin home. again. Ooh, this place hasn't Kevin, changed in two years. I know. You're just going to have to remember and slip back into that skin. Uh, Kevin provided the voice of Ebenezer Scrooge uh, in our our Charles Dickens arc. Um, And so he's going to be playing tonight, Ebenezer Scrooge, fully fleshed out um, and and, in in a way that you've never seen him before and heard him before. Oh, yeah. Emphasis on the flesh. Part yeah. of that as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, Kimmy, who are you? Who are you going to be playing tonight? Um, I am playing a ghost 
specifically the ghost of Christmas past named Lucy. Um, what would you like to know about her, Kate? Anything? Tell, tell me one of the random factoids I put one of the random this, factoids. the sheet that I gave to you. Yeah, no, I was going to say, you created this character, and yeah, I am just... We went, we went I am full the... community tonight. I just made, I pre-made these sheets, and I just sent them over to you guys, and I said, have fun. So, I really appreciated yeah. it. Um, so she is a lizard folk. She's kind of ageless. Um She's a lizard? Yes, female lizard folk. All right. If any of you guys could see Kevin's face right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's so excited to talk to me as Lucy. I didn't know um, I was going to the but, zoo tonight, but let's do it. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, no, so she's got a spiked head and some green eyes with a round face. Um, and she's a real storyteller, but her also her skill is that uh, she has the ability to occasionally travel through time and maybe take others with her. Fitting, maybe, for the ghost of Christmas past? Very fitting. Yeah. So you guys will have uh, at least the the uh, the characters played by Adam and Kimmy will have some special abilities. Actually, I gave I gave <laughs> Kevin, I, I gave your character a special ability, too. Uh, so we'll we'll get to that when we want to. But oh, yeah, um, each of you guys will, will have some cool things to tap into. <laughs> so, yeah, Kimmy will be playing uh, the Ghost of Christmas Past as well as a, a guise of the Ghost of Christmas Past under the name of Lucy. Adam, who are you playing tonight? I am playing the Ghost of Christmas Present, and also when when I'm take on flesh, <laughs> I guess. Good God, guys! We keep it's dropping the word flesh, flesh tonight. Episode. All right, Gross. drinking game. The word flesh. Okay, uh, his name becomes Abel, but I'm always the Ghost of Christmas Present, uh, and I'm really having a hard time play, uh, thinking of how I'm going to play him. That's not like the version in Muppet Christmas Carol. So he's just going to be a, a big, jolly giant, kind of like Santa Claus uh, guy. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Hell yeah. Now, Kevin, before we begin, too, I, I have to ask, uh, what is your experience with Dungeons and Dragons? Oh, a lot of fear and a lot of uh, <laughs> foreboding feelings from it, from, from a childhood that included listening to Christian radio dramas, which literally dramatized the act of playing a fictional version of Dungeons and Dragons called Castles and Cauldrons in which they literally summon a demon on accident. So I thought if I play this game, that will happen. And so I stayed away from it for decades and I warmed up to it once I understood what it actually was. But I've not myself had an extensive history of, for instance, playing it at all or knowing anything about how it works other than there's a die. I watched that one community episode yeah, where they okay. played it that they took off the air because of blackface. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, otherwise, yeah, it's, I, I have a, a cursory knowledge. I, I know the hits, but I don't know the deep cuts. So basically, Dungeons and Dragons is collaborative storytelling, where we all are working together with a lot of improv, um, a lot of coming up on the spot with ideas for the story as it unfolds. Um, while every time we want to make a major decision, we take it to chance. So we roll dice to see whether or not there is a success or a failure. And then I, as the dungeon master, um, and then on the, or you can call me your master teacher, uh, I, as the dungeon master, will determine then the outcome based off of how high um, the roll is on the dice. So tonight, uh, I will be rolling for both myself and for our newbie, Kevin. So... I, I, I trust me, Kevin, that I will not lead you astray. I will not uh, fake the dice. I will let it roll as it may. All right, let's jump on in. Scrooge was awake and alive to begin with. The bedpost was his own. The bed was his own. And the room was his own. Best and happiest of all, the time before him was his own to make amends in. And just as the peals of bells could be heard outside, and we see Scrooge starting to rise from his bed, the scene before us pauses. And we zoom out. We see this happy morning scene on Christmas Day, and we see it standing still. And as we further zoom out, we see it in an ornate pewter-looking glass suspended in midair. And surrounding this glass 
we see it is in a room. It's in a small study with rich, warm hues of greens, reds, and golds. In this room, there's a single desk, flanked on both sides by untold tomes and floor-to-ceiling bookshelves, behind which there sits a large, hulking figure with very long, braided golden hair and emerald green eyes. His long beard is forked and braided, tucked into his belt. He looks at three individuals on the other side of his desk, and he says, Congratulations! Another successful night of helping a soul who needed a chance and a hope. Past, present, yet to come. Well done. Past raises her hand and just goes present as a joke and then laughs to herself. That's pretty good. Thank you. <laughs> mm-hmm. she, you could tell she's made that joke like 10 times before. Mm-hmm. Did it work? Is he, is Ebenezer a changed man? <laughs> it is going to be so hard for me not to match that oh, voice. No, I, I, had, I have to do a voice now. I too. had to die again. I always have to die when we go through this process. All, all right, all right. Present, uh, you don't have to be such a, a drama queen every single time. Uh, yes, yes, you were. You, you have the correct amount of repentance from this man, but he's, he's on the edge of a knife, and so we need to make sure this is Christmas Day. We need to make sure that he makes the correct amends and that he brings the right people together. He needs to build bridges, and oof, if you look at this man's past, he's going to need some help, and that's where you three still come in. But you can't go in the same guises as last night. It's, it's not going to fly because everybody else is awake. Uh, you're going to have to put on your mundane selves, as it were. I, 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 I figure, I, I pull, and he pulls out some sheaves of parchment. He's like, I, I got these ready for you, just these aliases that will work here in Old Smoke. Uh, so this one's for you, and he hands you a, a sheaf of, of paper, um, Adam, and he says, oh, it looks like uh, I'm going to have you be playing a... Your persona is that of a, a man named Abel. He's a human baker. So I, I, I know that you know some things about baking, right? I mean, just a little. I bake in my free time. Great. Okay. Well, th- that's going to play great today. Well, here you go. And then he, he shuffles another parchment. Uh, and uh, past, here you go. Uh, you're going to be uh, uh, Lucy. Uh, she's a lizard folk, and uh, well, you're gonna have fun with, with this one. You're, you're gonna be a beggar. <laughs> a lizard beggar. Oh, <laughs> enjoy, oh, right, a beggar. Pass. Oh, um, well, I guess I'll be begging some treats from you then, Abel, won't I? What is this creep next to me going to be dressed as? Yeah, you you kind of look over your shoulder and uh, kind of just this this looming, hulking figure in a dark robe um, just reaches out a single hand, and it it looks just skeletal to you um and it just gestures at at the man behind the desk to to hand him the sheaf of papers and silently just the exchange and really just who seems to be your boss your manager your handler says well um man i'm i'm still waiting on this guy to speak it's it's been how many eons we've worked together and i don't even remember the last time uh are you ready for this and he leans in, expecting this third figure with you, yet to come, uh, to say anything. And he just shrugs his shoulders, grabs the sheets, and walks out, leaving you, Kimmy, and you, Adam, alone. Can, uh, can, I, can I rewind and say, like, can I try to get a glance of what his sheet looks like so I can brace myself for who I'm looking for? Roll perception. And I'm doing that as present. Oh, that was bad. Uh, if, I, if I don't have a bonus that you gave me, and it's just, then it's just plus zero. Yeah, that's a two. All right, so, so with a two, so when when you roll on Dungeons and Dragons, typically you're rolling a, a twenty sided die, and so twenty's like the perfect. So to get something as low as a two is is not not a good perception roll. So I would say with that, you it's he, terrible. He he knows it's coming as and as just he floats by, he immediately just flips over the uh, parchment paper to keep it from your view. And you almost like hear this like silent, like 
just chuckling like the, just this his shoulders kind of like shake with with dead mirth and then he exits the room uh yeah your, your handler looks at the two of you he's like well seems like a fun group project again uh but hey you guys have an almost perfect track record so i'm gonna leave you two at it to, to figure out what you need to do before heading back down to old smoke for christmas day and but wait you you don't have exact information for us? I mean, what are we doing? <sighs> Is, uh, how, how will we know that we succeeded? Well, I guess we can make it concrete, right? Uh, let's see. He needs to build bridges. He needs to stay the course. He needs to make amends. So here's, here's, how, here's how we'll know. Uh, he needs to get that nephew of his and the Cratchit family to his place to share a meal with him. He needs to make a charitable donation uh, to at least one of the organizations that he has rebuffed time and time again. Uh, He needs to plan a party, which he's never really done before. Um, And the party needs to go off with as little of a hitch as possible. So if if you could do that. um, Oh, and... Really, that there's kind of one bonus in for you guys. Uh, I, I'll, I'll give you guys a year off if you do this, all right? If you can get... Hmm. I, th- I think my challenge for you guys, if you can get Ebenezer Scrooge to perform in some way on a stage next year, you're off, all right? You guys get the year off. You can go to Bermuda or wherever you go. And uh, we can pick up the year afterwards. How does that sound? Past just turns immediately to present and goes, just like Bermuda. Four years ago, right? We can make this happen. Karaoke. Karaoke night. A year of not dying. Oh, sounds like bliss. Past just pats him on the shoulder anxiously. Christmas morning starts in about one minute, so I'll give you guys a minute before uh, you'll get transported into your mundane selves. So. Plan it out. One whole, mi- one whole minute. All right, should we work together on each of these, or should we divide and conquer? Well, we have very different skills, so uh, probably work together. We can uh, even each other out. But how? He's in his room right now. We need party, we need karaoke, and we need donations. I'm a beggar. Maybe I can help with the donations. Maybe I make him feel really bad. <laughs> I think that's a wonderful idea, but I think we're reaching a little bit higher. I mean, he is extremely wealthy. Well, pardon me that my needs are not enough for you. Um, you are a baker. You can provide the food for this breakfast or lunch yes. or whatever we're throwing. Oh, okay. We'll have to see where we can a venue for this party. Maybe his, where he lives could be a place, but it is rather dreary in there. Maybe I could, I could decorate it, maybe. You're very good at decorating. All right, we've thought about this for too long. I say we just go for it. All right, let's go. Yeah, and before, like, just as as you feel like this tingling in yourselves and you're starting to dissipate, um, the the manager pops back in. He's like, oh, and uh, you can only transform into your true selves once on Christmas Day, so try to hold on to that only in extreme circumstances. Bye! Um, and with that, you dissipate into thin air. Scrooge, we return to the scene with you. It's as if this pause button has stopped. We press play, and it is Christmas morning. Uh, You are... (laughs) You're feeling good. Last night was crazy as F. You were taken in the past. You were taken (laughs) in the future. You were taken all over potential with presents. And so you are just transported, but you're checked by that with the ringing of the lustiest peals of, of bells you have ever heard. Clash, clang, hammer, ding, dong, bell. It's glorious outside. What do you do? How do you begin your day? Dear God, thank you for this day. What a wonderful day <laughs> that you've given me once more. I believe in you Today now is the day the I'm Lord has made. Man. <laughs> and I will rejoice and be glad that it is. Oh, But I believe in all gods now, too. I'm nice to everybody. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, you do. You hear the, the peeling of the... 
of the bells outside telling you that it is like the start of the day. We'll say it's about like 8 a.m. Okay, that that's kind of when when you've gotten up, um, and you know that you, you kind of like feel like this inner stirring, and you don't quite know like where it's coming from, but just something within you is like I I need to. You go outside, and I need to. I need to see what it's like out there. I need to. I need to see old smoke with new eyes for the first time. All right, time to get my little slippies on. <laughs> Here I go. I'm walking out the door. <laughs> Hello, old smoke. Oh, oh, what a wonderful snowy day. I'm so grateful just to be alive and see all your wonderful little faces. I'm nice now. People can change, don't you see? And you, I'm, I'm you yelling. Address, yeah, you're just I, yelling I, this. You're, you're yelling this, and in, in uh, to to just like anybody who's passing by, you see this this small um this little little boy like scurry by. He's like sees your face. He's like, ah, Mr. Mr. Scrooge. Hey, you, don't worry. Okay? Hey, I know. I, I, I've done some pretty messed up stuff in the past, but I'm totally cool now. Don't even worry about it, bro. And th- this, this um, woman you can see is like his mother. Hurries along. He's like, hurry, hur- hurry along, little Thomas. Uh, I think Mr. Scrooge has finally lost it. And she just pushes him along. Um, and from, from your vantage point, um, let's say... I'm going to have you look around, so I will roll perception for you. So typically we use perception as a role when you kind of just want to look and, and take in a scene and see what you notice. Mm. <laughs> That's a two. So. That's an awesome roll so far. I'm just I looking know, at my toes. Yeah, they so are. You, I think you're you're still reeling from the night before, and so um, you're still looking around wildly, trying to take in just the fact that you're you're alive and and life is new. And as you uh, step off the the small curb onto the cobblestone street, um, you you bump into someone, and turning around, you see uh, this lizard folk. You see this just in tattered rags, um, in, in very just the garb of somebody who does not have a living, someone that you normally would have said that they belong in a workhouse to then die and decrease uh, the surplus population. Um, so this is what you see in front of you. How do you react? Whoa, you look kind of messed up, but I'm happy to see you. <laughs> Well, that is a very rude way to start a conversation on I'm Christmas sorry. morning, but it is Christmas morning, and so I will forgive you. Merry oh. Christmas, young man, uh, or old man. Everyone looks no, young to no, me. Oh no, I'll take it. <laughs> Where are you going in such a haphazard manner, young man? Well, I mean, I put on my slippies, and I just wanted to see what was going on outside. I, I'm in a pretty good mood. I'm going to be honest. The vibes are good. Uh, I'm feeling myself. I like tried to connect with the little boy and his mom earlier. It didn't work out, but I'm just seeing what mm. I can see out here. Just trying to spread a little Christmas cheer. Well, may- maybe that was for the best, dear. But um, sounds wonderful. You seem recently, may I say, transformed. How, what? How? Am I missing something? You just your air. There's something new about you, which is why I called you young man, even though you're clearly in your seventies. Tell me, has something <laughs> happened recently? Yeah, I mean, I want to say it's like, oh, you know, diet, exercise, blah, blah, blah. But honestly, it's like I got spooked out of my mind the other night by some otherworldly creatures. Otherworldly. Yeah, now I got to be good. Gotta be good. Off that cue, I went to like, uh, Abel walks in, like a 50-year-old man uh, holding like a basket of like bread. And I want him to like purposefully... Um, w- kind of backwards walk into their conversation and like <laughs> spill like my basket of bread. Are you on- trying to do a meat cute? No, I'm trying to Scrooge right now. I'm trying to. Well, I'm kind of like like I'm like like I'm absent minded and walking kind of kind of backwards or not walking like <laughs> marching down the street, but take a step or two off the sidewalk. And I want to like <laughs> fall onto Ebenezer and kind of throw my bread at him. Oh no! That's my, a new way to put my it. My bread. Hey, no, hey, don't worry about it, man. It's all good. Here, let me help you with that. And as we're, as we're picking things up, I want to lean in and say, Ebenezer, 
That was a test. It's me. Do you recognize me? It's it's present. Oh my god. Yeah, of course I recognize you. Oh, I couldn't I couldn't forget this face from anywhere. If this would well, it's a different face, but you experienced a lot last night. I, I understand. Yeah, so I'm pretty we mixed were revealing up. ourselves this quickly, but all right, I guess um, we should have discussed further at the beginning. But I was in a rush, so ta- talking to a, a poor beggar and and having bread spilt on you would have sent you spiraling. Normally, you do seem like you have changed. Yeah, my tolerance for bread is pretty high now. You could throw like whole <laughs> loaves at me, and I'd be cool with it. Honestly, like I'm, I, it's I'm in such a good mood today that uh, yeah, come what may. And and you know now I I, I do recognize your voice. I I do recognize that 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 is the yes. same. I think. Hey, could you do me a favor? Could could you with your voice just say the name Will Forte for me? <laughs> I wanted to see if you would pick up on that. I was like, I, bet, I wonder if Kevin will know what I'm trying to do. Saturday Night Live starring Ebenezer Scrooge and Will Forte. Okay, there it is. Okay, I was looking for that. That's good. That's good. Yeah, it, it, it is definitely the voice that you recognize from last night. Uh, but what you see in front of you is far from that. What you see in front of you is uh, this... A 50-year-old looking guy. He's definitely looking like he's a baker. Um, you know, brown hair, brown eyes, uh, just tan skin, pockmarked uh, face, a short beard, um, and five foot five and a kind what's of a huskier like? build. What? What's his butt look like? Toned. What's his, what's his butt look like? It <laughs> yeah. looks like uh, two crescent rolls kissing. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> of course. That's where he gets the baking from. Oh, I'm really glad that you went with the bread metaphor. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I, I reached to kind of help up uh, uh, past and... I was standing the whole time. Why am I oh, down? Were you? Oh, I thought... You oh, only no. knocked when over I Ebenezer. Picture, Let's when, I picture beggar, when I picture beggar... <laughs> he pushes her down real quick. He's like, get down. <laughs> maybe it's wrong of me. When I was picturing beggar, I'm thinking like against like the side of a building, just like with a hat in front of them or something. Oh, <laughs> no. That's fair. Actually, while you were talking to Ebenezer, past was, um, or Lucy was shoving some bread down her front to take to the other girls at the workhouse. So um, you can distract her from that action. No, you're good. You're good. You already made friends in this persona. I, I respect. <laughs> I'm, um, just, I'm in character. Ebenezer. By the way, look out for yet to come. Uh, His creepy ass will appear at some place, and um, you'll know it's him when he doesn't talk to you ever, I'm I'm assuming. Oh, yeah, that's that quiet future guy, right? Yeah, the really creepy guy, yes. Oh, yeah, Um, yeah, yeah. Okay, thanks. Thanks He gives everyone the heebie-jeebies. So, good news. Uh, you're, You're on the right track, but you're not exactly there yet. I mean, I just, me in past just saw... People still think you're a creep around here. Uh, that little boy ran from you, basically. He yeah, did. I get we, it. He was afraid. Yeah. We have work we need to do. We need to change your image in this town, in pa- the Dickens. Past turns, it says, Ebenezer, one moment. And then she turns to present and goes, so are we just telling him the entire plan? We're not trying to emotionally manipulate him or pull him along a journey. We are just going to tell him exactly what he needs to do and hope that he does it. Am I understanding the point correctly? You know what? We're doing a one shot right now and we have little time. We got to get this. We got to move it forward. We got to get this bitch moving. Past looks at the uh, bread she stepped out of dress. She goes, I understand and I appreciate your uh, efficiency. And then she turns back to Ebenezer and she says, as you were. I mean, think about it. It did take three of us. You think one ghost would change your mind, but it took three of us to finally get him on the right track. We're almost there. He needs another, another little nudge. I don't think a, soft, a gentle hand will, will get us there. I understand your urgency, and I think it is reasonable. So, Ebenezer, you have a few things you need to do today to really solidify this change that you have embodied so well. We ha- you have to go be with some family. You have to have a party. You have to sing a song in front of people, and you have to make a donation. How do all of these things sound? Uh, well, I'm a little shy. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, I, sadly, the singing is the most important part. So well, that no, is to, what to, be, to be fair, not, they, did, uh, they didn't say you needed to sing. That You just needed to perform? Maybe you can juggle. Uh, oh, you can ruining this for me. You, you know, I. You I could really have a one. Like you could I... do a speech. You could do a wonderful speech about how you're a changed man in front of everybody. Ooh, okay, that that sounds pretty good to me. All right. 
I am intrigued by inauguration. We're spitballing yes, here. Nice. These are all no bad ideas right now. <laughs> He's going to be like an inspirational speaker. <laughs> uh, as as you're, you know, kind of in the middle. Of, uh, by the way, are you guys still like in the middle of the the road in the <laughs> definitely, street? Definitely. Absolutely. Okay, I'm yeah. so cold. By the way, <laughs> yeah, you're just in your slippies, inside. right? Did well, you put you on actual clothes, or did you run out in your slippies? I got a big shirt on right now. <laughs> just yeah, a shirt and slippies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and do you have a nightcap? Your, your do you have a little nightcap? Yeah, your cap is blowing in the wind. <laughs> the, yeah. the tinkling of a closing shop door uh, catches your attention across the street. And looking over, you see uh, the, the grocer, the gourmet grocer. And in the window, in the main shop window, you see the prize turkey still there. Ebenezer, so we need to throw the best party, and we need to invite everyone. I think that might be a good step in the right direction, and I'm pointing at the turkey. Oh, that little gobbler over there? Yeah, we can do that. Yeah, no problem. You have your, your, you have your wallet on you and your robe. <laughs> yeah, how much could a turkey Apple, cost? $10? Do, do you have Apple Pay? Yeah, I got Apple Pay. We are in England, pay. so probably a pound. Oh yeah, no, no, we can take care of that now. Is that all you need? Again, listen, I'm a pretty good guy now. You know what? We can't tell you everything. You, you start m- making steps and plans, and we'll be the bumpers to kind of guide you on your journey. Well said, present. Well said. All right, I'm gonna buy that turkey because I feel like. That would make you guys like me more. I'm kind of a, <laughs> I'm a thirsty bitch for affirmation now because I'm so nice. So you're reading uh, the room correctly. Yeah. So I'm, let I'm me, picturing let me get- you putting down every every coin and bill you put down to pay for it. You're like looking at us to see like uh, yeah, DC. You're like wanting wanting a He now has a he now has a praise king. That's what's <laughs> happened. Something's awoken. All right. So you are you guys gonna head into the shop or? Uh, it, by the way, if you do head into the shop, are you going to head into the shop with just your nightgown and your slippies on? Yeah, I'm kind of out of it right now. <laughs> do you have your coin purse with you? Oh, no. Okay. Guys, forgive me. <laughs> I got to go back inside and get my coin purse. But then I'm going to be back into Jeff, I promise. Got to get that jingle jangle. All right. <laughs> So you do that. So um, do you grab anything else when you go inside? Uh, I'm going to get pants on just because <laughs> it feels a little polite. <laughs> I'm just, I was hoping this whole entire session would just be you with like your open robe that like just billows open. <laughs> just totally indecent exposure. That'd be great. Yeah. All right. Hey, maybe for the party, so, depending on how it goes. But no, I'm going to put pants on. I got my wallet and my coin purse, both of them. And uh, let's let's go back into that shop. All right, you go in and and you see uh, you see the shopkeep behind the behind the counter. Um, do all three of you go in? I don't think they'd let me in in with mm. the appearance I have. So I think Pass just says I will stand out. And isn't here. that Thank sad? You so much. It is sad. It's a comment on the on society, but I'll social commentary, right? Just as Dickens intended. I would go inside and would kind of hover in the corner, trying to eavesdrop to make sure he's like saying the right things. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so the, sh- the shopkeep is uh, behind you and you see just this just mundane looking woman and uh, she looks up at you and immediately her eyes narrow in suspicion. Mr. Scrooge. Yeah, what's up? What, what are you doing here? Well, I'm here to buy that gobbler you got. You mean the the prize turkey? You are gonna buy this? The yes, whole amount? Please, if if you'll allow. We we want we want the money, but we also want to make sure that our our prize gobblers go to the the best place possible. We want it to be used for to, for others. We don't want you to just do what you have threatened in the past, Mister Scrooge, which is to buy it and then promptly drop it into the gutter outside and laugh. You got us once, Mr. Scrooge, and we're not going to have you do it again. Okay, in my, in my defense, that is a hilarious prank. <laughs> <laughs> but despite that, you have my word that I'm not going to do that again. My little Jiminy <laughs> cried. I said, look, if we, don't, if we don't sell this, you get it, Jiminy. And he I cried. Know. 
Honestly, Jiminy crying was the best part. I'm not proud to admit that. <laughs> that was just the cherry on top for me. But I'm not, I'm not doing that anymore. I'm a changed guy. I'm really nice now. <sighs> All right, please. Uh, ghost, ghost of a presence. Uh-huh. Perception. Ooh, 19. You notice like as they're as they're going back and forth, you, you take a look at that turkey and you notice something interesting. You notice that the turkey in that window from your vantage point on the inside, um, you get a clear look at it and you notice that it it disappears for a few heartbeats and then reappears. The shopkeep definitely doesn't mention anything, doesn't seem to notice anything. And uh, the <laughs> Scrooge is definitely not looking. Okay, so I, I look over there. I notice that it kind of like blips away and then like reappears. So it's yeah. uh, so it's still mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Uh, can I go over and like examine it? Can I go like can I touch the turkey to make sure it's not like an illusion or something like that? Oh. Yeah, I'm, sure. I'm gonna poke it. <laughs> you gonna poke it? Uh, yeah. Can you do sleight of hand for me? Because I'm sure the shopkeep would not appreciate their prized turkey being poked. Uh, Thirteen. Okay. You do that. Uh, you, you go over and you, you reach in to poke it and uh, it, your, your hand passes through air. Oh, no. Um, can I look around to see if I, if I notice anybody else, any other kind of sketchy characters who might be in here who might be like messing with us? Yeah, uh, I, I don't want you to have to roll for that, too, especially like with with your early earlier 19. Um, you don't you don't notice you don't notice um, anything amiss except for one. Uh, you notice a pair of eyes um, kind of watching the area very closely from uh, just behind, like where the counter goes into the storage room. Oh, there's someone else kind of watching him back behind mm-hmm. the counter. And it's fair. The eyes are, are pretty low to the ground. They're about like a foot up. Is the, is the turkey like on a platter or something? Yeah, the turkey's on a platter. Uh, I would try and like roll with the situation just to, just to see what's up. And I'd be like, uh, oh, no, that's not my voice. Uh, excuse me, sir. Did you say uh, that you wanted to have this turkey? And I, I want to bring it over. And lay it on the counter where they're at to try and just move this forward in, in the sense of like, I want to see if I, I, as I'm doing that, I want to read their reaction or, or I guess I'm, I'm doing multiple things. I pick it up. Is the turkey still like moving with the, it as I'm doing it? And when I put it down, I want to read their reactions. Like, are they like worried that I'm that I'm touching this thing? The so I, I would I would roll insight for this then so insight will kind of get you an idea of of person's like emotions and their intentions. Sixteen. You see the shopkeep. She she doesn't seem apprehensive. She she seems annoyed that mm. you've moved it. Um, but you also hear this um underlying like hiss um uh, from the from the uh the that little doorway the shot the the back door. Uh, I'm, I'll, I'll let you guys. I'm, I'm going to keep watching, I guess, but I want y'all to keep. Okay, um, the shopkeep turns to yeah. you, to you, uh, Scrooge, and she, she says, "Is he with you? It, it, uh, he, is he buying this for himself? Uh, Do I need to help him because uh, he's definitely going to come in front no, of you?" I'm the baker. I'm just trying to be a nice man and help out. I heard he said he wanted it, so I, I brought it over here. The baker? What? What? What I happened? Mean, what happened to Billiam? I am a baker. Oh, okay. It's a big city. Yeah, there's a lot of bakers in a lot of cities. What are you gonna do? I'm so, I'm sorry. I guess this is what uh, this, I sound like now. Th- <laughs> uh, it's Christmas morning. Can we can we uh, be uh, kind? You know, good uh, uh, good on earth, peace uh, towards men or whatever. You, you say you're nice. You said you you're not gonna throw this out in the gutter again. I promise. I I'm over that lifestyle now. I promise. Look, I, I, I can't stand breaking Jiminy's heart yet another, another year, so I'll tell you what. You show me you mean it with some good coinage, and we'll make this. We'll, we'll sweeten the pot. We'll, we'll, pay, uh, we'll have some nice gravy it? on the side, too. Oh, extra. so, like, pay extra? See that? See this amount here? Yeah. She's like, I want double that. Listen, you, you drive a hard bargain, but 
because I'm super nice now, I'll pay it. I don't care. It's all good. It's, it's worth that and more. All right. So we're going to do, so I gave you an ability um, called throw money at it. Um, oh, it's yeah. basically when you are going to do an ability check, which is when you roll the dice to see like if you're successful, um, you can add three to that score to, because you're using money to sweeten the deal. So let, let's see. Uh, we're going to do persuasion for you um, and uh, <laughs> add three. Ten plus three. So you're at eleven. OK, so she she starts to to kind of like reach for the money you're handing over. I, I got I got to know what, what are you planning on doing with this with this turkey? What what, you, what are you going to do with it? I'm going to eat it. I'm going to eat it with some uh, all some by pe- yourself. No, I'm going to eat it with some people I know. People, you know. Yeah. Listen, this is As a this little is- evasive. <laughs> Yeah, I this mean, girl, man, I find myself getting irritated as present. I'm like, oh, gosh, I want what I want to do is I want to I want to bend down behind the counter. Is anyone is anyone else in the room that can see me? All right. I want to use my skill that I'm able to teleport to any place I can see within 30 feet of me. I want to bend down. I want to teleport 30 feet and I want to go in the in the back room behind the person who's kind of. um snooping and watching and i can change my size to fit into any space i want to make myself so i'm so massive that instantly i'm behind (laughs) him you know like muppet christmas carol where he's like come in and know me better man and he's like massive in the entire room i want to just teleport back there and instantly be like massive filling up the entire the entire space you do that and as soon as you do you go bigger as yeah, soon exactly. as you do, you hear this like yowl, and um, in in front of you, um, staring at you, wide like wide eyed with terror, is this cat. Friends, half orcs, countrymen, lend me your pointy ears. Hey guys, it's me, Kate at your mid-roll at the halfway point. And I'm here to say, first of all, thank you for listening. I hope that you're enjoying this holiday special with special guest Kevin Porter. Thank you so much, Kevin, for coming on and reprising your role as Scrooge. And so, yeah, you're listening to our Charles Dickens one shot um, in two parts for A Christmas Carol and basically like the follow up to the famous Christmas Carol story. Uh, so I uh, invite you to find Kevin on uh, Twitter and everywhere, but he his podcast is Good Christian Fun, and he's a good friend of the show, and we're so thankful for him coming on. Uh, I would also like to invite you to come and join us on at the Omamam Fam for our Patreon. You can get some cool bonus content like the after show where we hang out and talk about not only just the shenanigans that happened while we were recording, but also just any fun things that are behind the scenes, extra exclusives and any extra tidbits that you're going to learn about us as individuals and our characters that are forming as we create this story. You'll also get an early release. You'll get uh, full episodes of the book report and so many more things. Of course, my favorite is that we get to interact with you on a daily basis on the exclusive Discord. So come and find us. Now, if you don't have that in you, I would also invite you for one other thing to fill into our stocking, and that is to leave us a rating and review wherever you listen to our podcast. And if you do that, um, it helps boost us as an independent podcast, but it also helps more and more people see us because we go on up that algorithm. And as a thank you to, I will be reading your reviews if you leave one. So uh, I'm going to read one from Ryan Bugboy. And Ryan said, this is a very interesting podcast to listen to and very unique idea. Thank you, Ryan. And I enjoy uh, the fact that you are with us and I hope you're still enjoying this journey. So with that, uh, 
check out Kevin Porter, uh, Good Christian Fun Podcast. Uh, check out uh, our Patreon uh, and join the Oh Man Man fam and uh, give us a rating and review. And with that, that's enough of me. Let's get back to the show, shall we? And uh, I've never done a cat before. (laughs) And I grab the cat and lift it up to me and I say, you have never seen the likes of me before. And it it kind of cocks its head at you. No. What are you doing? Tell me now. I am not one to be played with. I just want my turkey. What? Do you mean? You mean you want some turkey? That that man threw it out before and I want my turkey. Are you... So bad. Are you Jiminy? Yeah. (laughs) Jiminy, listen to me very carefully. That Ebenezer Scrooge is a changed man. Go talk to him and I'm sure... He will invite you over to his place to partake in that turkey. Do you really mean it? Yes, and do not speak a word of me appearing back here. I'm a cat. You can't can't really trust me. Oh, so I should kill you then. Oh my god, no. Okay. Well, you've put that on the table now. No, no. Whatever you want. If you'd better die, you'd better do it quick to decrease the surplus population. <laughs> That's another quote I had to include. <laughs> just nailing these quotes out. You are. Uh, so, yeah, you, you see this, this just cat. Um, in, in the intelligence in his eyes and the fact that it can speak, you know, it's telling you this isn't just like a regular cat. Um, the, the cat familiar kind of like shrinks back. And as if, do, what do you release it? Do you, do you kill it? What are we no, going to, I'm gonna... not going to kill it. All right. I, I think I just want to, um, yeah, I want it. I, I feel like it, it feels bad because Ebenezer wronged it in the past and Ebenezer is making amends and, and is, uh, has changed his ways, so I just want them to kind of like. I'm trying to find reconciliation. I feel like mm-hmm. the, I feel like this story is going to be a lot of people who were burned by him in the past and uh, don't like him, and so I'm trying to bridge gaps. Yeah. So I'm trying to say like, go talk to him, go speak to him yourself, as opposed to gossiping behind someone's back, behind being mean to someone. Go talk to him. Okay. Yeah. The you you put the cat down, and immediately it like scampers in and does that thing where it just that some cats do where they just like slink in and don't make eye contact at first and you can tell like they've done something they just like kind of meander and make their way around the room and finally like come to where they should be and sitting on his haunches uh he he springs up onto the counter next to you uh scrooge and he looks at you and and you recognize that this is this is Jiminy. This is uh, this is the shopkeep's uh, familiar cat. Uh, so cat familiar, um, and just familiars are basically like they're fae creatures that that take the shape of an animal. Um, <clears throat> and he, he kind of clears his little throat. <clears throat> so I I hear that you're really changed and. You just gave my mistress a lot of money, so guess you can have the turkey. But can I come over for dinner too? And he like does the the big old eyes. You know what, Jiminy? I'd be delighted if you came over for dinner. Of course. Why not? Uh, he immediately like jumps off and like does the thing where he just like curls around your legs and just basically like rubs up and he's purring. Hell yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, and the shopkeep looks at you and like, all right, uh, since that's out of the way, Jiminy's happy, I'm happy. Thank you for that. We, uh, we'll take care of the turkey and we'll bring it over. What time do you want it? Uh, what, meal, hey. what meal are you going to serve? What meal are you serving? Supper? I think, I think supper. <laughs> all right, supper. We'll, we'll be, make it there over We got some goals time. we got to accomplish, so yes. <laughs> <laughs> sundown. We'll, we'll, we'll be there before sundown. And, okay, uh, sounds I'll, good. Yeah. It, do, you, do you need help cooking? No, I got it. Do you have a cook? 
You got it? Okay. Yeah, uh, I got go. I got my ghosts. Okay. All right. I got well, my uh, squad. Squad goals. Scrooge goals. All right. Well, <laughs> anything else you need here, uh, just throw it up on the on the counter. And and she still like looks like she can't believe what she's like seeing. It's like it, it's it's good to good to see this side of you, Mister Scrooge. Uh, you you just whatever food you need. I guess we'll we'll make it happen. All right, ghosts, one off the list. You got yeah. some food ready for this. All right, so. Which one is that? Plan a party? <laughs> it's part of planning that party. You okay. got to get that prize turkey. All right, um, and so now we got to get some decor. We got to get some presents. Um, and uh, I would say, Scrooge, you, you knew that, you know of uh, this new shop that had been set up on the border of Charlestown and the Dickens that you had been trying to lend money to them for a while because they were a, a newer establishment, but they kept rebuffing you. They, 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 they said they were good. They didn't want it. And so you, you kind of had just this begrudging respect for them um, because they were hardworking and they were an establishment that, that kept their own. Um, but you knew that they, they sell trinkets they sell treasures um and it's just right on the border of um the nice and the not so nice part of uh old smoke in between charlestown and the dickens so you know that if there's going to be a place to find last minutes christmas decor and presents it's there well i think we should go all right and since this is on right on the edge uh past or Lucy, um, you would know that you would be able to go inside areas that are closer to the Dickens. Um, you are you are welcome into. And so. I love shopping. I never have money, but I love shopping. So you guys make it in, and uh, yeah, this this is this is an area that you just thought of below you before to enter into. Most of your constituents, most of your um, people that you would lend to, that you would just wring them dry from money, um, would be from this area. So you wouldn't really associate with it. Um, but stepping in, you're it's it's just filled. It's one of those shops where it just has no clear at first meaning to its design. It's just like floor to ceiling, like shelves of of tr- small trinkets and treasures. And immediately you you see the proprietor of this said shop come to you. And it's it's this gnome, a small guy. Um, and he's he's holding like a tray. He's like, oh, what? what bless me. Is, is, that, is that him? And he like holds his large spectacles in front of him. Is that Ebenezer Scrooge, I told you I am not going to borrow any money. We're doing fine. No, but I really want to. Please. I want to. Oh, well, in that case, no. Oh, man. Listen. Hey, hey, hey. I used to be like you. I used to have a big old pride and not want to take any handouts or charity. But you know what? Sometimes the best gift you can give someone is the gift of receiving. And we can give each other a gift right now. I can give to you and you can receive it. No harm, no foul, no strings attached. And it'll all be good because I got to get some last minute decorations and decor and items. Oh, are you throwing a party? I'm throwing a big old party and I'm getting everyone involved. Everyone? Well, I'm everyone. Well, get get in the mix, kiddo. Let's go. (laughs) All right. (laughs) I'm... Interesting kiddo. I'm much older than you, little one, but uh, sure. Let, let's do it. But first, you said that it's a gift to receive. Well, yeah. I could use your help, young man. Okay. I am. Um, I. I fancy myself new into baking, and he catches an eye of, of you, Abel. Um. Oh, are are, are you a baker? Uh, I dabble. You dabble. Great. I just, I was trying some, I, I got this I wait, new- correction. Um, I baggle. <laughs> oh, <my God>. no. <laughs> nice, Abel. Boo. Nice. Boo. Baggle. Uh, I regret nothing. <laughs> so I, I got these new cookbooks in. It, it kind of mixes arcane magic with, uh, you know, kitchen magic. Food science. I don't know about it. Um, and, I, and I made these new cookies I'm thinking of, of selling. Um. Would, would you try them for me? Would, would you? 
Would you try calm this down. out? <laughs> You're practically drooling. All right. Sorry. <laughs> you were like. <laughs> I, I just, I, I need your feedback. I need some honest feedback. Okay. All right. Uh, so, yeah, he presents you with this platter of, of cookies. They're slightly like smoking it's it's kind of strange like this kind of like smoking effect is coming off of them oh, no. but there's a fine sheen of uh just frosting on them and and you smell just and it just this aromatic um chestnuts with a light flavoring of uh lemon and vanilla as well do you take one i'd, l- I'd love to take one past immediately takes one and eats it just in one bite yeah, I'll take one. Mr. Baker? Oh, great. Oh, that's great. All right. Each of you, I would like you to roll a, a 12-sided die. So. so chestnuts and lemon? Yeah. Who? What's happening? What is happening? We're about to that's find a out. wild combination. Chestnuts I know, right? Chestnuts and lemon. And- chestnuts are like <laughs> meaty. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet meats. All right. So... <laughs> um. So what, what we have here are some interesting cookies. So um, depending on what you rolled, something's going to happen. So uh, Kevin, I rolled for you. You got a, a, a two. So for, um, for the next six minutes, um, a candy cane is going to appear in your hand every six, 30 seconds. So a new candy cane is going to appear. And um, what, what flavors? This is where I'm going to allow you to improv it. What flavor are these candy canes? Ooh, they're vanilla bean. Vanilla bean. Ooh. All right, so these vanilla bean uh, candy canes are going to appear. In, so it's just every 30 seconds. You decide what you want to do with them, but just like, like you, you, and you bite into it, and it's very, it's, it is, it's like this interesting, smoky, meaty flavor with just a hint of like the savory umami. Not exactly what you would think of like a sweet-looking cookie, um, but the, the smoky vanilla is in there as well. And it is a pleasing taste to you, um, but... That the t- pleasing taste is immediately just distracted by this, and in your your hand you see a candy cane, a vanilla bean candy cane. What do you do? What do you do with it? I'm gonna put it in my little pocket for the party later. All right. So for the next six minutes, every so you're about to have twelve candy canes. Uh, That's right. In your hand. <laughs> so you're gonna have twelve candy canes in your pockets immediately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm and, and walk the no, the no, very carefully. Oh, I, I didn't expect that. Okay. Uh, Adam, what, what, did, what did you roll for present? I got an eight. Eight. Um, immediately as you bite into it, that same taste just enters into your mouth. Um, also, above your head, a cloud starts to form, and, and this flurry of snowflakes um, start to just snow down on you. And this is going to last for the next minute as you walk around this shop. Oh. Wait, what was my voice? Yeah. Wow, that's wow, delicious and <laughs> nice and cold. I like it. Thank you. The Christmas spirit indeed. Kimmy, what did you roll for past? I got a four. four. For the next minute, everything you touch gets covered in a glittery sheen. Ooh, yeah, past would see that and immediately start touching everything and everyone. The gnome, the, the gnome sees this happening too, and he's like, "Oh, and oh, okay. Um, s- some of those things I I want not. Oh, actually, kind of looks nice. Yes, keep going, keep going. Uh, and so then he turns back to you, Scrooge. Well, thank you for that. That's really gonna help me. I'm able to narrow down this recipe. Do do, do you guys want any to go? Would Would you like some for your party? Ooh, this will be a real conversation starter at the We're party. We definitely some. have to oh, have that'd these. That'd be so nice. All right. Well, have a look around and, uh, yeah, choose what you'd like for your decor. So with the two ghosts with you help, Scrooge, you're able to gather needed supplies for this festival and send it along to your home. You got some decor. You got some ornaments. You got some gifts to hand out. Now it's time to make some amends, check off another item on that list for the ghosts, but also help you become more and more solidified into this changed person you are becoming. So first up, the Cratchit family. Um, so yeah, you, you 
enter around the corner and and you re- you recognize this from um, your time in your visions visiting the Cratchits at, at a couple different Christmases and uh, you see that the chimney itself is smoking merrily and there's uh, lights inside so somebody's home uh, what do you do I'm gonna knock on that door who could it be um, and you you hear this uh, just this <laughs> joke. Uh, this one woman um, comes to the door, and you recognize uh, her as uh, Emily Cratchit's Bob's wife. Oh yeah, Emily. you, Mister Scrooge, you have some nerve to come here. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Welcome to the Strata. There's two of them following me. I know that for sure. Hand over the package and we'll let you go. You'll let me go? Oh, that's cute. The first bullet hits me in the chest, sends me staggering back a step. All right, you assholes. Let's go! Move it! Yeah, run! That's it! And spread the word! Don't mess with rust! Ever! Anyone who tries is gonna... Oh, forget it. The Strata. In a dystopian city, an aging courier is forced to go into business with an underworld ganglord in order to pay for the treatment that keeps him alive. Check out The Strata anywhere you listen to podcasts.